The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. If they're going to get their 20th win this week, it'll have to come against the number one ranked team in the country. Coaches already shaking hands, and that's your final buzzer. Final score tonight in Ames, Iowa State 58, Oklahoma 45. Bounce pass into Van, goes to the basket inside, high arcing shot, no good. Rebound in the corner, Van saves it to Key, oh, shoots a, a three. Look. It's gone! Woo! Lexi Keys makes what a three, shot. the Sooners take the lead with four and a half seconds to go. Into Booker. Dribbles right, spins with it baseline, lost the ball going up, out of bounds. The buzzer sounds, and Oklahoma has defeated Texas, and they are the outright Big 12 champions. The Sooners come from 15 points down to beat the Longhorns, win the Red River rivalry, sweep Texas for the first time in 11 years, and they are outright Big 12 champions in their final season in the league. We beat the we beat the ever loving out of Oklahoma today. We beat the out of that team, and we lost. You don't want to breathe. A J Mac attack. All right. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Thursday, February twenty nine. It is leap day. Leap day. Zero in the morning show. Brought to you every day by the Riverwind. I, I does the Riverwind purchase the rights to sponsor Leap Day as well? Is it a three hundred? Is it a three hundred sixty-five day contract or a three hundred sixty-six day contract? I think we give them the extra day. Yeah. What? They probably have some uh, leap into something cash giveaway today. I would imagine. There's a free. We're just giving away free days. Apparently the world right. does. I guess we do too. All right, this day's brought to you by Riverwind too. Here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. What a night! What a shot! What a team! The Sooners beat Texas somehow last night. They're down the whole stinking way, the whole way. And Lexi Keys drains a three from the corner, and OU is the Big Twelve champs. Outright, back-to-back Big 12 champs, first uh, outright title in, what, a decade? Something like that? Over a decade? What a game. We will uh, discuss, we will hear the post-game thoughts of Jenny Baranchek coming up on the show today. It did not go well in Ames. Uh, Sooners could not unlock the Iowa State defense last night. They fall 58-45. You'll hear the post-game thoughts of Porter Moser there. And we are, uh, it's the calm before the storm for the Diamond Sports. Opening day at Love's Field tomorrow. We'll hear from uh, Patty Gasso coming up. Sooners with a doubleheader tomorrow. 
first games ever in their new digs. And the baseball team en route right now to Las Vegas. They're going to start a a three-game event out in Sin City tomorrow. Uh, Game one for them is uh, Pitt uh, tomorrow. So anyway, we got a lot of stuff to get to today. A lot of of, uh, post-game reaction to play for you. And then you know how the show works. Who knows where we'll end up. Let's start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world, T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. T-Row! What do you know? <laughs> What's up, Kev? Hey. Just... T-Row. I've been walking around since yesterday saying that. T-Row! <laughs> oh, my gosh. How are you today, t Ow. Just PD and some YACA uh, CW. You know what it, you know what I'm talking about. YACW. That's right. That's right. Punching down some YACW. Uh, y- yellow apricot cracker wedges. You are absolutely correct. You are correct, uh, my friend. Oof, what a guess. No, what man, powering is. down, punching down some uh, <laughs> yogurt, apples, coffee, and water. Come on. That's what oh. I'm doing this morning. That's what I'm doing this morning. Yeah, of course you yeah, are. Of course, course you are. You're, you're eating already? I've started. I've started. Really? It's still here. It's still here. Isn't that interesting, ladies and gentlemen? That's every morning. Uh, I, I'm not saying I'll finish anytime soon, but I start every day are just you really, go on. You really get that digestive track cranking early, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Mm. All right, it's working for you. You're looking great. <laughs> You're looking great, my friend. Um, well, how are you today, TJ? I already asked you that, didn't I? How was your day yesterday, TJ? Wednesday. Um, a little bit emotional, but good. I mean, it was it was it was all right. Last night at uh, Ames would have gone better, but other than that, it was fine. Emotional? Yeah, we lost Yeti. She she's not with us anymore. You know. I'd enjoy seeing her on the street corner wow. for the last uh, few days on my walk. I'd say, hey, what's up, Yeti? She'd say, uh, you got any money? I said, nah, I don't have any money, Yeti. And she was working hard, and then boom, Do you someone took her out. what happened? Someone took her out. <laughs> I don't know. Was, someone obviously like a- lost or sat down their Yeti, and then... The, the true story, true story, and this is what I found funny about. But people Yeti. don't follow you on social media. Can you back <laughs> it up? All right. When I went on my walk the other day, there was a Yeti cup just sitting on the street corner, and I said, uh, "So I posted on social media. Times have gotten tough for the Yeti. They're working the street corner now that Stanley's come along." Mm-hmm. So I posted that Clever. picture, and then the next day, someone had taken Yeti out. Yeti had been run yeah. over. At that street corner, so don't know how that happened. Obviously, the winds must have taken Yeti off the curb, and someone took her out. So, but before all that, I laughed because someone did post in the neighborhood uh, Facebook page, "Hey, someone left their Yeti out on your walk. You must have left it. I put it on the street corner for you." And so for two or three days, I'd walk past this Yeti, and it's just sitting on the street corner before I even ever posted that original post. <laughs> so I don't know why or how it ended up there. Someone, I don't know how you would go on a walk if you were taking your Yeti with you, why you would set it down and 
not go back yeah. for it or just leave it or it was a lawn crew and they said ah, i lost my yeti somewhere i no idea why yeti ended up on the street corner no idea well that's an easy answer i mean obviously somebody was on a walk had a disagreement with their yeti <laughs> and decided i'll show you and left him there <laughs> so it was a fight that led to that they got a did, Stan, did, they got a Stanley for a gift, and it's like a stray dog they just dropped out of the side of the car. Like, get out, get out! I got Stanley now. Did anybody see a stainless steel cup in a furry hat with a cane anywhere in the neighborhood yesterday? <laughs> I don't believe so. Is it possible the Yeti got taken out by? <laughs> Weren't making enough you know, money. Right. I told you. Give or me or money. cheated. Give me some ice, woman. Stole maybe stole from uh, the other Yeti. You know the <laughs> Yeti and the furry hat and the cane. Right? Is that possible? Possibly. I don't know why I'm picturing Cosmo Kramer right now. <laughs> man, and TJ posted the. Someone took her out good too, man. Night. They took her out yeah. good. It wasn't just a, a small dent. Man. They just they ran completely over her. So. Uh, that was my entertain. I've entertained myself the last two days on my walk with a Yeti cup. So that was my day yesterday. That was my day, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, basically. That was my entertainment of the day. Yeah, I got to tell you, I think most people in the OU men's basketball traveling party hold you responsible for last night's loss. How they re- hold me responsible? Well, it's simple. Um. The team is flying high, coming off the JV and McCollum game winner in Bedlam. Right. We are in Ames. Everything's going great. They had a great shoot around yesterday. Everybody's in a good mood. We're we're loading up to go to uh, Hilton Coliseum last night to try to knock off a top 10 team on the road. And talk about bringing everybody down. TJ posts this murder scene on social media. Everybody had grown an attachment to this yeti (laughs) and then like we went in last night just the whole team was like forlorn in the dumps and never got out of it so thank you very much outside of you i don't think there's a single member of that team uh staff or anyone that follows me on social media or that would have known the story of yeti okay I well i reposted it i reposted it uh, yeah that's you. right so, you did yeah, yeah, you yeah, did that's right yeah so everybody saw it <laughs> i'm so, sorry thank you sorry it didn't seem to affect yeah. the ladies they still went out and you know well they didn't see it what do they don't care about your yeti <laughs> it's tj's fault that's exactly right i'll take the blame i'll take exactly. the blame i mean i don't understand like even like a yeti is made of a like that thing had to get run over by like a, a trash truck or something i mean it is flattened like a steamroller i don't know what that. hit it trash truck or what i don't know i'm not sure yeah i was with you i was like man someone like i don't know how they didn't just hit it and it just shoot across the street you know like yeah. it flattened it so flattened it good didn't it <laughs> Let's start to the show. <laughs> rest in peace, Yeti. Rest yes, in peace. Yes. Yeah. Well, it makes sense now that it was an emotional day for you. Yes. Did you bury the Yeti, or did you leave it right there? In the uh, there may be a ceremony today. That maybe walk uh, Thursday walk. Yeah. You know, maybe I pick her up and start digging a hole in the neighbor's yard right there. 
ah, there's a gnat in here and I cannot get it. I've been trying to kill this thing for, oh, I think I just got it. Uh, you got it? Yeah, I'll start digging a hole in the neighbor's yard and being like, what, you're just going to leave her here on the side of the right. street in your yard? There's someone you can call for that, like a, you know, how you, an animal control an or animal something. control for a, <laughs> Katie, can you alert alert the authorities? Yeah, please. Somebody come get this Yeti. It's disgusting. Oh, man. Well, I'm home. I, like I said yesterday, and I mean it even more today, am perfectly fine never going to Ames, Iowa again. (laughs) And it's not just about losing. Uh, The people are really nice. They are. There are places that the people are anger-inducing. That's not one of them. They're great people. We were sharing, swapping stories uh, before the game last night. How much they're going to miss us, how much we're going to miss them. They're nice people. Uh, It's just like, man, when the game ends, when the game ends, the realization sets in, oh, man, I'm I'm a long ways from home, and it's going to take a long time to get there, you know? Like, you got to get on the bus. You got an hour bus ride to Des Moines, and then you got to the, the the check-in process in De, in Des Moines is always the TSA and everything is always longer than everywhere else for some reason, and and then you got a long flight home. And I had to get a taxi when I got home last night because of our car situation. Oh man! When uh, you went an actual uh, taxi, uh, not Uber uh, or something. Uh, uh, so I I did, and here's why. I landed, and, and I'm perfectly happy to do this because Jen and Chloe needed the cars yesterday. I was like, that's fine. I'll just catch an Uber when I get home. It's no big deal. And uh, th- we landed at the private terminal, which is kind of there west of Will Rogers. They're attached, but it's on a, it's on that side road there. Yeah. And uh, so I just punched in, you know, this is where the pickup is for the Uber, and it it said you you got to go over to the main terminal to get picked up here, and I kept trying to change the ah, yeah. pickup point, and it wouldn't let me change it. It was like there's only one place to get picked up at the airport, and it's over at the main terminal. And so, I could not figure out how to change that. There was some there was some Ubers out there that were willing to come get me, but I had to go over to the airport to get it. I I couldn't figure out how to change it, so I took off walking. So I walked over. I've done this before, too, but not for this reason. But I walked over. You know, it's 1 a.m. I'm carrying my bags. It's freezing cold. And I walk over to the main terminal. And when I walk up, I'm, I'm, my intention is now I'll ask for the Uber, and they'll come pick me up. But there's a line of taxis there already. And I was like, I'm just getting in one of these. I, I, the guy in the front, it looked like a nice car. I was like, you take a card? He goes, yep. All right, all right here's my address. And he <laughs> took me home. And it was the same price as the Uber was going to be. Actually, a little bit cheaper yeah so uh yeah it was fine he had a nice he had a nice car you know it was a it was a minivan but it wasn't clean and all that kind of stuff so so uh this nice man took me home and uh yeah and then then here i am so (sighs) i mean there's gonna be a lot we're gonna places that are gonna be hard to get home from in the sec don't get me wrong it's not all about that it's just uh, 13 years of ames iowa so I've been there, done that, ready for a new place, you know? I can enough's enough. That. Yeah. Enough's enough. There's nothing there to see. There's nothing there to do. I've done it all. I've seen it all. <laughs> Hilton Coliseum, great atmosphere. 
kudos to Iowa State. They built something special there. Uh, good luck to you in the Big 12. And, uh, Sayonara. and now we're going we're yeah. to go play SEC teams now going forward. So That was a rough night, too, wasn't it? Man, you talk about your eyes bleeding. Oh, goodness. WWE. I wasn't sure if it was a WWE event, a rugby game, or a basketball game. How I wasn't sure what was going on. How about that officiating crew? Like, even before the opening tip, didn't you look at that and go, well, let's go home. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to post DS is some BS. I didn't. <laughs> you wanted to post it, huh? <laughs> That's great. I didn't hit send. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I, I can't, like, if you told me nightmare officiating crew, just, you know, name, give me three names. At least two of the three names were there last night. Maybe all three. I think there's one other one that would trump chance, <laughs> but chance is on the list. Uh, Doug and Amy are definitely two of the three. We'll be back. 620. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show. Toby and TJ back with you. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Award-winning personal injury law firm specializing in a wide range of cases. They'll help you if you were injured in an accident, auto accident, product liability, work-related accident. $250 million plus one for their clients. McIntyre Law, 1-877-917-5250 or McIntyreLaw.com. He's on a bus. You don't want to breathe? <laughs> He was so thrilled about that uh, promo. <laughs> He's like, I've made it. Finally. Yeah. Uh, this uh, Knippelmeyer text came in last night at 12.04 a.m. Says, I've got to say, this was a very confusing email to me. They sent a screenshot of their emails here. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can tell it's a spam one, but they've got an email. Says uh, the Oklahoma Sooner women's basketball team wins the SEC championship. Support the champs and purchase gear. Click here. Wow. Wow, oh, man. <laughs> From the future, that, <laughs> They've already that got, email arrived. <laughs> They've already got them in the SEC championship. <laughs> Get your Big 12 champions gear now. Or uh, SEC champions. Take gear. that, South Carolina and LSU. <laughs> That's right. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> Uh, this 918er says, that game last night was so frustrating. All Iowa State does is foul every single play. I like. I felt like they fouled us every time they trapped. It is kind of a, uh, you know, you can't call everything strategy. And at home... So they're very aggressive defensively. They're very good defensively. You're going to see something similar out of Houston on Saturday. Just not relentless ball pressure. We're up in you. And it's the kind of thing where if you play another team, let's say Kansas or Oklahoma State or whoever, you know, that it'll be called a foul because it's not every play. It's like, oh, that guy got, he got a little too physical. That's a foul. But there is a realization that sets in with the officials and that, I mean, we're not going to, we can't call every possession a foul. 
So they start to, as the game goes along, they start to get away with some of it. And uh, they're good at it. They're good. It's an, they, they ugly it up. And uh, they force you to take tough shots, obviously. And Oklahoma did not have a good night shooting the basketball from three. You know, that's how they beat them last, or earlier this year in Norman. They hit 10 threes against them. That's how they beat them last year in Ames. They hit 11 threes against them. But last night they go three of 17, and that's not. That's not going to win you a ball game. So it's a rough and tumble style. I, I was talking to Kev after the game. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do in postseason because they're not a great basketball team. I mean, it's like if you look at it, you just break them down. No, they weren't great last night either. I mean, they weren't knocking down threes left and right. and Right. They uglied it up. You just look at them like personnel-wise, and you're like, eh. I mean, they were taking some terrible shots. The, uh, um, oh, my gosh, TJ, I haven't uh, I haven't slept very much. So the Gilbert kid, Keyshawn Gilbert, some of those shots Keyshawn Gilbert took in the first half last oh. night, it was like he had a quota he had to get to, to, were terrible. Yeah, he had some very ugly, even drives to the basket and stuff that he made on yeah. awkward twisting and turning the way he would let go of the ball. It was He had a very weird first half. Taman Lipsy's a really nice player, but I, he's not a – I don't think he's an NBA player. I don't think they have – Mo Chilovich might be an NBA player eventually. He's only a freshman. But, yeah, like, talent-wise, you don't look at Iowa State and go, Wow. You know, like there are teams, individual players certainly, that have more talent than Iowa State. Their winning formula is just how how they're going to play you, the style of game they're going to play you. And it's much more effective in Ames than outside of Ames because they tend to get, you know, the calls. They got a great home crowd. Everything gets flowing and they get flowing and there's 14,000 people behind you and it's like a tidal wave and it'll be they'll be good in Kansas City because that place also is like a home court advantage for them but I'm talking about when they get to the NCAA tournament it's all going to be up about matchups you know they're going to be a three seed maybe a two seed if they win in Kansas City mm-hmm. and and they could very easily be an early exit if they get a, a team that has a, you know, if they don't get the friendly whistle, one, I mean, they're going to need a friendly whistle because they'll all foul out if they call it tight. Now, they usually don't in the NCAA tournament, but, you know, that's a concern. And then if they get a team that can shoot, you know, has a good day, bury some threes on them, they may be first, second round exit. So, I, they'll be a fascinating team to watch. It'll, it'll all be about the draw for them. It's a little Virginia-esque. They don't play the same yeah, style that, as Virginia, but it's a so little like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sooner Soldier just says, good morning. Good morning, Soldier. Thank you for your service. Uh, let's see here. Come on. Some are saying Porter is playing second fiddle to football. I think he's playing second fiddle in his own arena. Who says he's playing right. second fiddle to football? Like that's every coach that's ever come along in any sport. In Oklahoma. People out I think there that was saying, just a, 
I know it's that, a joke. It was just another way to take to a shot Bronchick. at Porter I know. and compliment Jenny Brown. I'm just yeah. saying, nobody's out there saying that because yeah. everyone plays second fiddle. Uh, except maybe Patty. Uh, morning, guys. It's nice Who, to see. What? 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 Uh, what's the arrangement where you got two fiddles in a band? That's a uh, bluegrass. Uh, I'm sure bluegrass is that where the term fiddles? comes from. Um, Your first fiddle. I'm second fiddle. Yeah. That's a very specific reference there, you know. <laughs> second second fiddle. I've I've been a second fiddle for years, so uh I know what it's like. Morning guys, it's nice to see the women's programs have grit and fight in them and don't crumble under adversity. There we go. All right. I knew, let's I knew use some of this the, was coming today. Let's <laughs> use the glory of the women to rip on the men. That's I knew awesome. That was coming. Yeah. Uh, I thought you guys were talking about a homeless woman that calls herself Yeti. <laughs> that calls herself Yeti or something. I thought, what a tragic. Why are we laughing about this? Uh, glad to find out it's just a cup. Duh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, no human lost their life. I did not walk past a, a woman and take a picture of her and post it on social media. And then bring it up, and we laugh about it on the right. show the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> she died, Toby. Just smashed right there on the concrete <laughs> and left. GM, guys. I'd have to say the men's game went about as expected, but always have high hopes for a chance to steal one. J-Mac just cannot get buckets. Saw some good stuff from Northweather. Could possibly develop into a really good player. Was frustrated, but fortunate enough to switch over to the women's basketball game to see the last four minutes. All hell a Coach Ginny. Uh, by the way, Hughley uh, looks good. He was there. He... Uh, when he was riding the bike during shoot-around yesterday. That's good. Uh, like I said, no crutches. Uh, I don't. I still think if there's any chance he plays, it won't be until postseason, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree that with Porter that it's not entirely impossible just based on, you know, don't, I don't see a limp. I don't see... It looks like to me that he is not too far off from being able to maybe try to get out there. So, I mean, I don't know much about this. I don't know much about recovering from meniscus cleanouts, but just visually looking at him, I'm like, dang. No like pregame shots or anything. Ago? Just the bike. No, game. no, no. He never dressed. No, I got you. he didn't. He didn't take any shots and uh, shoot around pregame. Nothing. He just was there with the team and. During shoot-around, he was with the training staff over on the side kind of doing some drills, riding the bike, just kind of some stuff to work on his strength. Well, good. I mean, and, and obviously feeling good enough to travel with the team and not yeah. be concerned, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, but uh, the texter's right. Luke Northweather's getting better and better. You know, he show, he's showing some stuff, so it's good to see. Uh, break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Well, what a win, what a shot, what a night for the Sooner women last night. Shot for history. Lexi Keys 3 will be one that will go down. We had, you know, we could say that twice in, what, a four-day span? 
They'll talk about the JV and McCollum Bedlam shot forever. They'll talk about the Lexi Keys shot to down Texas forever. And it gave them a Big 12 championship last night. Uh, Jenny Baranchek, emotional, as you might expect in the postgame press conference. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not usually speechless, as you all know, um, but um, what a game. And looking at a stat sheet, we shouldn't have won it, obviously, and Texas is so talented. Um, and yet we just had this never-say-die attitude, and we just kept going and kept going and kept going. And I think this team is really found itself to be a really good team. And I don't mean good because we won a Big 12 championship. I mean a good team because they cover for each other, they help each other, they believe in each other. They just, they never quit on each other. And they never have a second of doubt, even when it doesn't seem possible. And as you all know, and you're probably gonna ask how we've gotten this far, um, we had some choices to make and I think we made some pretty darn good ones. Well, it had to because our shooting percentage didn't, and uh, and but that's what I mean. I mean, even at the end of the game, and it's, you know, I mean, every one of those we were just on the floor. Even when we didn't get it, even when we fouled, even when you know something happened, we really wanted it. In that first quarter, you could tell Texas came in. They threw the first, second, third punch. We were completely on our heels, and you take that ten minutes out. And it's a different basketball game, but you don't get to do that. And so I feel like we responded well after that. Um, and then in that end, I think we just kept going. Lexi, walk us through that last sequence that ended with your shot. Um, honestly, I think I ended up in the right place at the right time getting there but I think we just continue to as a team just keep playing hard um, and we've been talking about in practice just finish plays finish plays and I think um, that was a gutsy win on on everyone's part so I think I just happened to be there and um, they were giving me confidence just keep shooting so I think honestly right time or right place right time but um, amazing save by Sky absolutely amazing save. Did it feel good when you left your hands? Um, yeah, but I think the other ones felt good, too, so I was hoping it went in. <laughs> You're normally pretty calm. It doesn't seem like you get too hype about anything. Yeah. But, I mean, what are the emotions after that kind of shot and then after you get the stop defensively? A lot of emotions. Um, I don't even know how to describe them. It was a lot of excitement, honestly. Um, we've battled together as a team. This whole season's been about ourselves, been about growing together, being connected, and we were so connected today. Skylar maybe didn't show up in the box score time, but she comes up with the same ball. She gets the defensive stop on the other end. How big was she for you guys? And then, I mean, she also was dealing, it seemed like, with an injury during the game. Right. Um, Sky is always huge. And I, th I thought it was really impressive in the first half. I thought Peyton really stepped up when Sky was gone. And it, and it wasn't, obviously, I know she scored, but I think it was more than that. I think she talked. I think she just was like, okay, here, where this is where we're at. This is what we're going to have to be able to do. Because um, everybody, I mean, there were a lot of fouls called. There's a lot of charges. There's all these things, right? And so I feel like we did, we need to do a better job of handling that. Um, but at the same time, I felt like we did a great job of handling that. And I think Sky has led us in that mm -hmm. because Sky has grown so much in just staying steady and just keep playing and just stay in the moment. And when she does that, she gives that confidence and that edge to everybody else to do the same thing because she falls down, she misses a shot. She, but she keeps going. Mm -hmm. And so she has led us 
more in that capacity um, than even hitting the big shot. Um, I've, I didn't get to see the game, obviously. They played at the same time we did. I've seen the shot. I'm looking forward to going back and watching it today. Did you watch this game, Teach? I was listening to some of it, taking Bronx to, to youth night, and then obviously I was watching the men's game after that. So I saw the uh, the ending play and the way it all played out is pretty amazing. You know, you get the missed shot, and to have the ball come off and have Skyler positioned after the miss to corral that rebound and have Lexi there with that amount of time and to be able to execute all of that, it's pretty amazing the way it all played out. So big-time shot. I don't know how they've done it. They're great at closing I mean, games. They're just excellent at it. Like they, mm-hmm. There's no panic with them. And really the last couple of seasons with what she's built here, with uh, what Coach Bronchek's built, is just they don't have any type of panic in them at all. They're going to win. Yeah. They're like, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. It's the fourth quarter. We're going to win. Because they were getting beat the whole game. I mean – yeah, don't bad for a while. Well, uh, yeah, early on it looked like uh, they may get run out of there. So, in fact, they would have been down by more early if the that shot late in the first would have uh, counted because Texas hit that shot late but got it off a three pointer. So, um, yeah, no panic with them at all. They are a great example. Listen, uh, talent wins, okay, but they are a great example of how team can trump talent. They are just a great team. Like, I don't think they have a WNBA player on that squad. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think so. Maybe Sahara Williams by the time her career is done, but if you say what do they do great – they're a great passing team. Like, they got a lot of assists, but they're just, you know, can they hit shots? Yeah. Can they rebound? Yeah. Do they play good defense? Sometimes, you know. But there's just a belief there that they're going to find a way, a chemistry uh they're completely bought into what the coach is preaching and it's a re- unbelievable story from december 22nd when they got beat at home by southern the last game before conference play southern i need to look up what southern did the rest of the year teach uh, that's the final game before conference play southern at home and from that point till now is incredible. And we've said it time and time again. But, I mean, what kind of odds could you have gotten on Oklahoma outright winning the Big 12 championship the day after the oh, Southern you game? You would have made a killing last night. You would have made a ton of money. I mean, I don't even where they would have possibly been projected. Like, I'm sure there would have been a multitude of teams in front of them in the standings. Um, so just time and time again. Okay, here we go. Southern finished the season 11 and 14. (laughs) Southern, listen to this. Southern lost to Texas in the non-con. That team we played last night. 80 
to 35. And that team beat OU and Norman. What? <laughs> Texas beat them 80 to 35. That team's the Southern team that lost 80 to 35 came to Norman beat OU. The game before conference play started. Yeah, they weren't very good. I mean, they just they weren't uh, a great basketball team at that point. No, that's not a shot by uh, who's the one texter, the tweeter that gets on to us. I mean, that's just you can look at it to that point, and they weren't oh, very good. Every one of them would agree with it, including right. their coach. I think so. Yeah. And then for them to rip off fifteen of seventeen, go fifteen and two, sweep. Texas beat Baylor, beat Kansas State, beat Iowa State on the road. Astonishing. And you now you look at you know the road ahead and say yeah, but I mean, you know there's the South Carolinas and the Connecticut's and the LSU's of the world. I mean it was a fun ride, but what are they going to do in the NCAA tournament? I don't know. I'll let you count them out. I'm not doing it. Hey, keep like, them in I, games, and they get they they can beat anybody if they if they they keep themselves close enough in the game. Yeah, um, they'll they'll knock someone off if you're talking about those level of teams. I mean, they've got a they've got a host now. I mean, I guess as long as they don't fall on their face in Kansas City. Let me see what the latest bracketology has them at. Do you know off the top of your head? I do not know. I hadn't heard that. Um, they got to be a top four seat now, don't they? 15 and two outright champs. I know that some of that junk back in uh, December is weighing on their resume, but I mean, we're not talking about one seed. We're just talking about top four seed. Surely they're going to be a top four seed. Here's the latest bracketology was before last night's game. So uh, obviously that helps them, but let's see. Uh, this one has them as searching, searching. Uh, well, it looks like they're not in the field, TJ. Uh, <laughs> Dang. You would have thought they shot. worked their way in at this point. Six seeds still. There are six seeds still. Man, so a lot and of work technically It's before do. last night, okay? Yeah. But surely, I mean, you have to Big 12 heavily and... account for conference play and recent play. I mean, I know, like you said, yeah. that other stuff's bringing them down. But you have to account for the fact of what they did in conference and winning the title outright. It got to be one of the hottest teams in the country. Yeah, for three months now, well, two months now. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Jenny will be at uh, Rudy's tonight, along with Porter as well. Come on out, Rudy's shows tonight. We'll be back. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. Toby and TJ back with you, T-Row, in the morning show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. Proven record of success, 1-877-917-5250. Visit them online at McIntyreLaw.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Toby, have you heard you're on a promo on XM Radio? You said, get out the broom at GIA. That's from Jim and Tuttle. I have not heard that. (laughs) 
you've been on a couple on the, the XM channels over the years, so um, I don't know that I've heard the uh, Get Out the Broom one yet. That one's, that's that got to be one of the newer ones. So, mm-hmm. uh, Toby, if Houston wins Saturday, do they cut down the nets with the Joe C. ladder he gave Kelvin? No, because they wouldn't be champs yet. I mean, is that what they're inferring, or are they just yeah. saying Could we they, beat OU and Norman? Would they guarantee a tie? No, because uh, Iowa no. State's only a game back, right? Yeah, and yeah. Iowa State has the tiebreaker. Yeah, so no Marietta Sooner. No ladder. They're, it's, they're up one. There's still three games to go on the men's side of things. They're, they're a week behind the women. The, the Big 12 tournament's different. I, I don't know if everybody knows this now, uh, but they are – uh, not the same time anymore. Did that start last year, or is this the first year of that? I thought last year was the first year, but... Okay, maybe so. I thought so, but... So the women will play in the Sprint Center this year, where the men play, instead of at the same time in Municipal Auditorium in Kansas City. In the past, that's been the case. They they play at the same time, different venues. This year, they're, women are playing in the Sprint Center one weekend, men play there the next weekend. So the women only have one game left... And then they'll go to the Big 12 tournament. Men have three games left, and then they'll go to Kansas City. So, no, I don't think anybody's cutting down nets. It's an interesting occasion, though, Saturday. Um, to see exactly what Oklahoma does with Kelvin, Kellen, Qantas, and Hollis. Yeah. What's the pro- appropriate thing to do Saturday? I don't know. I've heard some people talking about this and thought that they might be recognized, but I don't know how you do that without it just being really awkward that you're going into a conference that game then against them if you do something pregame, you know. So I'm sure the crowd will give them a nice ovation at the beginning, but would OU, like, do something for them when you're about to go battle them, you know? Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, let's, let's pick up this conversation on the other side. I think it is a quandary. Top of the hour break. We'll hear what Porter had to say post game at Ames as well. Come uh, uh, coming up. We'll be back.